What's up, everybody? Thanks again for stopping by for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on YouTube at March 4th Pod. My website is march4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of a March 4th with Mike Baum and Badcast. I hope that everybody's doing great out there. We are officially at the week of Thanksgiving. So for those of you out there who celebrate Thanksgiving, I really hope that everybody has a safe travel uh, situation, whether you're driving, flying, boating, swimming, uh, jetpacking, uh, hoverboarding, you get the drift. I hope that everybody uh, gets to where they're going safely. I hope you have a good time with your family. I'm messing with the levels a little bit here. There we go. I turned myself up a little bit. Uh, but I hope that everybody has a safe holiday travel season, man. Um, you know, it's always a busy time of the year, and I know it can be kind of hustle and bustle. That's why I love that movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, a classic with Steve Martin and John Candy, if you haven't seen it. <clears throat> For you youngins out there who aren't uh, aren't up on the 80s movies because it was before your time, it's weird that there's kids born today where the 80s to them is like the 50s and 60s for me as an 80s baby. I digress. But I hope that everybody has a good time, man. I'm a big Lions fan. No, I didn't hop on the bandwagon. Uh, if, I've, if I'm on the bandwagon, I've been on the bandwagon since like 97 because Barry Sanders is one of my favorite athletes, not just football, one of my favorite athletes ever. And I became a Lions fan as a kid because of Barry Sanders. I loved Barry Sanders, loved playing with him on Madden. And uh, I've, I've stuck with him through thick and thin, including the uh, the winless season several years back when uh, I think that was the year Arlovsky, who's now a great analyst on TV, ran out of bounds uh, in the Minnesota Vikings game in the end zone, I think it was. But uh, but yeah, man, the Lions are on Thanksgiving. You get, uh, you know, for me, I like, I'm a big stuffing guy. I love, I love some good stuffing with some gravy. That's probably my favorite. Love pumpkin pie here in the South. They've got like chess pie and pecan pie. Uh, but back in the Midwest where I'm from, man, it's all about that pumpkin pie and the apple pie. So my fellow Midwesterners who are listening to this, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know at March 4th pod. What kind of pie do you like? You like pumpkin pie, pecan pie, chess pie? What are you doing? But I think my fellow Midwesterners will agree. Pumpkin pie is where it's at. But uh, but yeah, hope everybody has a great time with family and friends. Uh, get some time off work. Uh, I'm, I'm really fortunate that at, uh, at, my, at my job, we have Thursday and Friday off, which is nice. Because uh, for, for a few years there, I had to work on Black Friday, and, and it actually wasn't bad because it was really quiet. It was, it was kind of a, you know, a good day to catch up on stuff because you didn't get a lot of emails, but, but it's nice that I don't have to use it as a PTO day. You know what I mean? So I'll get a chance to get back to the Midwest, see some fam, eat some foods, and then we've got a great college football Saturday after that for, for you pigskin fans out there, man, with uh, the Ohio State and Michigan game. And even though I'm not... Uh, I don't got a I don't got a horse in that race because I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame and Toledo guy and my my alma mater's University of Toledo and you know they're they're doing really really well right now they had a big comeback win against BG and only got one loss so 
there's a chance they could have a New Year's Day bowl. I don't know if it's going to happen because of their strength of schedule, but uh, but that would really be cool because it's a really good team. Their only losses to Illinois. So, anywho, I know I'm jumping around a lot, you guys. I did have my coffee today. Okay, didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express, but I did have my coffee. That's probably an outdated reference there, Mikey, with the Holiday Inn Express. That was an old commercial. Nobody's going to remember. Okay, but uh, but for realsy, hope everybody's doing good, and thank you to everybody who is uh, rocking with the podcast. It's been really cool to see the show continue to grow. A lot of it's been organic. I've I've not spent uh, a ton of money or invested a ton of time in marketing this bad boy, which uh, is going to change here soon. I've got some I've got some stuff in the works uh, of trying to continue to just reach out to people and you know get out of my own way and uh, provide you guys quality content and put you on to new bands and new artists and you know uplifting stories that uh, hopefully inspire you guys to chase your dreams and I want to give a shout out to the fine people over at Bold Journey for featuring me. Uh, I just was featured uh, with those guys talking about my path with the podcast and having a grateful mindset and. Uh, yeah, it just feels cool that people are are catching on to the show, man. So thank you to all of you who are tuning in right now and listening to me rant because I love doing this. Uh, I, I love talking to the guests of of the podcast. And anytime somebody takes time out of their day to put me in their eardrums, um, I hope they have an enjoyable experience. And and it's it, it means a lot to me, man. I really love doing this show. So thank you to all of you who take the time to like and subscribe and tell your friends and and uh, leave a rating and a review and tune in. It really it really means a lot, and it helps the show. So on that note, speaking of new bands and, and just putting putting people on new music, anytime I get a chance to feature somebody from my neck of the woods in the Midwest, especially when they're from my home state, I get really jazzed about it. And these guys are from my home state. They are none other than the Static Wake out of Cleveland, Ohio. In particular on this one, we've got JJ who plays guitar and Radimus who is on the vocals. And uh, I love what these guys are doing. Um, they just came out with their record, Sea of Fractured Dreams, in October. And uh, their single, Wraith, might be, and I'm not just saying it because uh, these guys are awesome and I had a great conversation with them, but their single Wraith might be my favorite song of the year in terms of new music that's come out in 2023. I love Wraith. You can listen to it on Sea of Fractured Dreams. Um, but it's a great front-to-back listen. Their EP One Last Breath came out back in 2020. That's a great listen as well. And the visualizer for Wraith uh, is, I think, over 16,000 YouTube views right now. But uh, there's there's a lot of great songs in their catalog, man, and they've got some really cool slower guitar moments they've got obviously great breakdowns and great hardcore vocals as a metalcore band um some of those slower guitar moments that i like it are in lifeline demons and wraith um but yeah dudes i i'm i'm stoked for these guys they've, they've had some some big shows recently they played with he is legend who i love shout out my buddy ryan from tropic bombs who put me on to those guys years ago but they had a show with he is legend uh back in the summer they also had a gig where they played with Attila, they play with Until I Wake, Soft Spoken, uh, and they've got a show coming up for the album release show for Night Rider in December in Lakewood, Ohio. So, you know, it's cool to see these guys playing live gigs, and uh, as you'll hear on the show, they enjoy that live experience. They bring it live, and uh, yeah, man, again, I'm just a big fan of what these guys are doing. Um, sea of Fracture Dreams, like I said, is, is a great front-to-back listen, and uh, it was a great follow-up to 
to one last breath. And, and that came out right at the beginning of, of the pandemic in 2020. So it's cool to see these guys soldier forward, keep making great music and continuing to improve on their craft with the talent that they have. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with JJ and Radimus of the static wake. Here it is. All right, fellas. Well, thanks again so much for taking the time to do the pod, man. Uh, like I said, it's uh, Johnny's been a big supporter of the show and has gotten me in touch with a lot of really awesome bands like yourself. And anytime I see anybody from from either the Midwest or my home state of Ohio as a as a Toledo native and an Ohio native doing their thing and making some noise, it's really cool. So thanks for joining the show, man. Of course, man. Uh, thanks for having us on. For sure. You're welcome. Well, before we officially dive deep. Uh, why don't you guys uh, tell the audience your name and, and what you play in the band, and then that way, when you speak, they they know who's talking. Uh, the band is so we're we're the Static Wake. We come out of Cleveland area, Ohio. Like we were talking about earlier, JJ is actually from Columbus, but I am Radimus. I'm the vocalist, and JJ I play guitar sometimes. Not very not very well. <laughs> I disagree. There's some awesome gnarly riffs on on what you guys do, man. And there's some cool um there's some cool slow guitar moments like Lifeline, Demons, even the intro to Wraith. I love that. I'm a big I'm a big fan of like the slow atmospheric guitar before it gets heavy. There there's some of my favorite heavy songs have those in it, so I dig it. But uh Yeah, man. You got a, several axes hanging up on the wall there for people can't <laughs> see, but you've got yeah, man. Uh, it's like a telly. It's my home studio. I have a, it's an agile. Oh God, where am I? Agile seven string, a uh, ESP Telecaster, if you believe it or not. And a five string bass and a Stephen Carpenter seven string and a piece of crap Ibanez. <laughs> Plus others. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys what, what tunings you play and if you mix it up, because, um, Wraith even sounded like when it gets into that dunum dun it kind of it kind of sounds the D G. Oh, okay. Is that on the seventh string then? Uh, five. No. Yes, and no. Fun, fun fact: we play it live on the sixth string, and we drop tune it digitally. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, was, I was gonna. That, one, was, that was super low, but it's it's still got the melody in there. Yeah, I think I think JJ recorded it on a seven string. Yeah, I did. Yeah. but yeah. just for simplicity's sake we just pitch shift the sixes down because we i i don't think we really used the top string so that it wasn't really <laughs> <laughs> so let me go back a little bit so so for you dudes how i always like to ask people how did you get into the the heavier stuff like what was the bug that bit you jj you go first me okay um I kind of went through puberty <laughs> in the MySpace era, uh, where you could find literally anything and everything. So I found metal and mostly deathcore. I'm a deathcore kid through and through. Um, yeah, before that, my dad used to listen to like Def Leppard and the hair metal stuff. So I was always kind of around it, but it wasn't until about 14 that I actually like got into it. Um, a lot of Whitechapel, a lot of 
all that stuff. <laughs> oh, is the law. Uh, speaking of, there's a. <laughs> oh, you got the tat. I have the saw. <laughs> as for uh, as for me, I want to say I was in fourth or fifth grade, and I heard, I I had listened to like, you know, your Metallica, Three Days Grace, like some of the more, I don't want to say basic because all, all those bands are awesome, but like more entry level type of stuff, but um. I want to say I was in like fourth or fifth grade the first time I heard Slipknot and first time I heard Slipknot I think I it was like I think it was the the disaster pieces DVD that they released uh it was a live concert video from London and saw their stage show and saw how cool they looked and how insanely heavy their music was and I'm just like oh god that it's it it ruined my life. Let's put it that way. Instant boner. <laughs> Man, fourth or fifth grade for Slipknot too. That's 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 a young age to be to be. It was, it, I, I, it was pretty young, yeah. Probably the, probably that, a little younger than my parents would have liked. <laughs> but I, you know what though, I think. And I'll ask you guys this because uh, that's like a good segue is like, at least for me, heavy music has always been, and it's kind of way I describe it to people, um, not to sound like a broken record for people who have listened to the show before, but it, it really is a positive release of negative emotion, you know, um, and I think they've even done studies that have shown like metal fans are the most loyal in terms of like buying the merch or buying the records, going to shows, but they're also of the different genres. Um, and people can fact check me on it. I'm not just talking out of my butt here. Like, but, but that people that listen to heavier music are also calmer compared to like the other genres. And I think it's because you get you get that all out, you know, whether whether you're playing it or you're listening to it. So I can only imagine for you guys what what that catharsis is like when you play live and you're and you're able to emote through that and then see people connect with your songs. That's got to be pretty tripped out. It, I'll tell you what, it, it's made me probably more calm than I ever was as a kid, for sure. I, I can't say I'm, like, fully an adult. I'm 26, so, I mean, still pe- people still might consider me a kid. But but um, I'm definitely, it's definitely given me a, a much-needed outlet um, that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, man. When- Oh, go ahead, JJ. No, I was just going to echo. Yeah, it's really dope. Um, going nuts on stage and watching people sing sing the lyrics back to you. It's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. And, and what age were you guys, or about what time were you when you started to get into, the, like, the musicality of things as far as playing or, you know, like, actually, like, going from being a fan of it and going, Oh God, I like that to going, Oh wow. I can, I, I think that this is something that I want to do like and, and do for other people and play live and, 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 and join up with other people and do a band. I want to say I was like 14 or 15, whenever. So I was in back before I started listening, I was already in like choir and stuff like that. So I'd already kind of started dabbling with it with just music in general but i think around the time i hit 14 
I got my first get like electric guitar and I think I tried playing the acoustic prior and I got really bored and just got disinterested really quick. But uh, after I got my first electric guitar and like your first amp that makes a distorted tone, I was all spider? over it. Yeah, no, it wasn't a spider. It was a it was a crate. Oh, it was a crate. Um, but <laughs> after that, after I got that distorted tone and I was able to you know mess around with it and just do my thing, I I was all in. I was playing like for hours every day and not doing anything else like i'd get home from school and then just play till i got to go to bed <clears throat> yeah i started playing learning to play when i was 11 um so 20 years now and uh i joined my first awful deathcore band when i was 15 <laughs> uh and we did some we didn't do it was almost nothing but you know we played um and then honestly took a 12 year hiatus i hadn't been in a band since that band until joining these guys <laughs> if you can believe that oh wow yeah so just you're just playing on your own up until like just just yeah. playing music up until i then. i also record if you can see all this stuff so it's mostly that and not really playing live so yeah he also has a youtube channel so that was how i kind no, of no he doesn't yes he does oh <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of uh before we brought him in i kind of stalked his youtube channel a little bit i watched all those uh sleep token covers and oh wait no you did that after you joined didn't you i don't know <laughs> i swear to god uh, anyway yeah yeah check him out jj jacobs on youtube okay <laughs> Free shout out. Yeah. <laughs> didn't plan that, I swear. Actually hey, the, didn't. The video content's where it's at though, man. I always feel like I'm lagging from from that end. Uh but I up until this year I was using a computer that had Windows seven on it. So <laughs> I think I think if I'd uploaded any video content, I would have just gotten lit up by the, the trolls like, yo, it's pixelated, you suck. So he's a movie I, maker. <laughs> I pretty much uh, I hang on to everything, you guys, until it falls apart. I just had my car; it was an 07, Had the Fuge for, uh, gosh, I got it. It was five years old. Had it for over a decade. Had the computer; it was a graduation present from college. The old computer, 2010. What else? I just had to get a new TV. That that sucker was eight years old. So, but anyway, this ain't, this ain't about me. But uh, so Radom is like, um, and I and I want to make sure I pronounce that correctly. Right. You, surprisingly, you got it spot on. Which never it. happens. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was Radimus, but I want to make sure uh, I said it right. Usually, usually I lock it in. But um, so you rad mentioned for short. <laughs> I was gonna say, do people do people call you Rad? Yeah. Okay. Um, because I didn't want to be like, hey, Rad. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like some cheesy radio DJ guy, but. I'd say I get called Rad probably more than I get called Radimus just because it takes like five years to say my name. So, Radimus is a dope name though. I've never met a Radimus, so I think that's really cool that you got it. You got an awesome, unique name, man. Um, there's like, I mean, I you can just Google Mike Bauman, and there's like hundreds of us just in the United States. I even even in Nashville, like I can't believe there's other Mike Bauman's here. So I think it's cool that you have a unique name. But you mentioned you were doing choir when you were young, so. 
was that something like your parents got you in through church or did you know at a young age that singing like your voice that that was an instrument that you had from a from a from a, a being a being a little guy no it was just something i got into um in in like the first year of i so we we kind of did like loose not official choir in grade school but it was more just like a general music class so it's you know where you'd play the the recorder or whatever it is and then you'd <laughs> sing songs and that's your concert and then um once i joined or once i came into like sixth grade seventh grade then i actually joined choir and i did like choir camps and music theater camps and stuff like that so i was into a lot of like the music and just the performing stuff before i ever even i was kind of starting to get into metal but i wasn't like headfirst into it yet <clears throat> yeah you guys you guys balance like and i was going to ask you that too because obviously there's there's hardcore vocals that are part of what you guys are doing um are you doing that too and the cleans or is that kind of a mix of of you and, and other members of the band it's a little bit of a it's mostly me but jj does a lot of like well, the low stuff but recorded it's all right Except I think we later. Well, there's there's some backing stuff that you can barely hear. That's me, but the vast majority is all Radimus. Um, and then <laughs> I've we we used to split it just between me and JJ, but um, our bass player Steve, who uh, couldn't be here tonight, but I know he wanted to show up, but he had to work. Um, he recently came into the band and he started helping us fill out the screams and even some of the clean vocals a little bit more. I don't think people realize what a skill that is, too. One of, one of my, speaking of, of YouTube videos, I'm sure you guys are aware of, of Mr. Dines, but uh, oh yeah, he, he had one where he, he, he went to different people at some, you know, waiting in line at some concert or whatever, and I had him try to do, like, their metal scream, you know? And I, I, I don't think people realize how difficult it is to do that and, and maintain it. <laughs> Jesse Leach is one of my one of my favorite singers. I love that dude. Um, and I know in the early days he said he was just doing it all off of like feel or whatever and he was he was blowing his voice out. So that's why he hurt himself. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that's why that's another thing. Like just being able to do it in itself is one thing, but then you have to be able to do it without completely screwing your voice every night. Which honestly I might still do. I'm not even really sure. I've never <laughs> chance to test it more than one night so remains to be seen so for you guys have have you had to technique it have you taken lessons with anybody to learn how to to do that without without just blowing it out or is it just something you've learned over time just over the years just being different even being in different bands or just figuring it out part of it for me part of it was figuring it out a little bit and then it i kind of got like halfway there and then I think around the time COVID hit and we had already released One Last Breath, I started, I bought, uh, what is it, Zen of Screaming, the Melissa Cross DVD, and kind of started watching that quite a bit and doing some of the vocal warm-ups and exercises and stuff that's in there. And my screams have for sure gotten significantly better since I started doing that. And confirm. <laughs> that I... I She's like the 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 heavy music whisperer, man. 
Right. Oh, it's it's unreal. And she seems like the nicest lady in the world, too. <laughs> I want her as my grandma. <laughs> Sorry, JD, I didn't mean to step on you. So you, you, no. you cross cross vids as well or checking out some of her, her suggestions or no. So I started before you know, MySpace, before there was technique, before there was Melissa Cross, before any of that shit. So I learned on my own. I still probably don't do it right. And I, you know, haven't bothered really learning because I don't do it enough, but <laughs> I learned a long time ago. So who who are some of your guys' favorites when it comes to that? I know I know you mentioned JJ Whitechapel. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Well, and then uh what was the the record before last? He was doing some uh some really emotional yeah it was pretty pretty awesome to hear that yeah he's a surprisingly very good singer too so <laughs> hickory creek is that the one i'm yeah that was one of their songs off of um the red one with the eyeball whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one put me in my feels man hickory yeah. creek the first time i heard that i was like holy crap he's coming yeah. from a really different place on this one yeah uh if you know his backstory it's very sad yeah yeah i think it was about his mom right both of his parents died um tragically i'm pretty sure so. yeah it was a heavy heavy moment but um but so okay so phil would be in there for you yeah most mostly phil there's the mitch lucker rest in peace um Suicide silence. Yeah, Johnny from White Dirt. Jesus, Johnny from Joffrey Cowboy, which are coming back. Holy shit! Um, and then uh, Phil from All That Remains too. I was pretty big into them back in the day. Um, I don't know. That's good. <laughs> Fall of Ideal Records. Fall of Ideal. Yeah. Oh my God, I still love. It's such a great front to back list and such an awesome record. Right. Same. Radmus, what about you, man? I know so, you mentioned so Corey Corey Taylor's had the pipes, I know, but yeah, he I wouldn't necessarily say he influenced any of my streams or anything though. Um my yeah. stuff comes more from maybe closer to high school. It was it, it was more like, you know, Jared from Bless the Fall, uh Danny from Asking, and then into like the stuff that I listen to now, like Spencer from Ice Nine Kills, uh, uh the singer of Tala, Justin, and a lot like all those and basically just at any music that i listen to chris from motionless and white uh just i i adopt like little little things that i like from all the people that i listen to and just try to make it my own sure ice <clears throat> not uh rise has been you know their ascent's been really cool to see i think um I, I, yeah i talked to a band um they're called Execution Day out of Pittsburgh, and I think they had recorded some stuff with them. Um, and I know those guys, like Ice Nine, like they've worked with other bands and stuff, like doing recording and things like that. But to see them touring with Metallica and doing that show and doing stadiums, that's so cool, man. I'm so happy for Spencer and all those dudes. That's really awesome. So f funny story, the um, our first song that we ever put out has their – I, he doesn't play guitar for them currently, but I, he got let go right after, or I think he left right after the Silver Scream came out, or 
pretty shortly after the Silver Scream came out. Uh, Justin Dubleek was their ex-guitar player, and he did some uh, guest vocals on our first song that we put out. And then we actually are... I'm not sure if you are familiar with a band that used to be around in the Cleveland area called Affiance. Yeah. Uh, they're So they all the members of Affiance are coming back, and they rebranded into a band called Knight Rider, and we're playing a show with them in Lakewood in December, and their drummer is actually the drummer of Ice Nine Kills. Oh, I didn't realize the Fiance, like that that Night Rider was because I saw that you guys are playing their album release show. I didn't realize the Night Rider guys were formerly like a Fiance. That's sick, yeah, man. Just, um, yeah. I, I think they just wanted to. I don't know if they wanted to just make a new style of music. I'm assuming that's the case, but yeah, it's it's all the same guys from a Fiance, just under a different name, making a different style of metal. Because Justin was on, uh, it was Take This to Your Grave, right? Yes. Yeah. Is that the first one you guys put out? Like November of nineteen? Was that the very first song? The very, very first static song we put out, and then I think we put out one last breath, the single, maybe the next month or a month later. Should clarify that when he says we, he means him. <laughs> Brad wrote and put out all six songs on that EP by himself before we ever joined. Uh, at, nah, not by myself. Uh, okay. Dan. Right. But it, it, you didn't have a band. It was you and Dan, you and the producer. I mean, by the time everything came out, we had a band. But sure. like, like yeah, recorded. It was me um, and our producer Danny Coleman, and actually um, JD from Dreamwalker, uh, a local band in our area, did. It was it was strange. I don't know why we did it this way, but he only did cymbals. He didn't do like the toms or the kicks or anything or the snare. I'll, I'll tell did. you why. He just did the symbol performance. It's because symbols are hard to fake with MIDI. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> how did how did you um, how did you come up with the name the Static Wake? And I'm, I'm I apologize if you've been, if you've been asked this before because I know sometimes bands are like, dude, with band names, we we had to pick something, we threw some stuff against the wall, everything's taken. But I I am always curious of the story though behind the band name. There Pretty is much it. it. There really isn't a story. I, I, I honestly, oddly enough, I've never been asked this yet before. Yeah. But there re have we? Yeah, we did one a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. I, I couldn't remember <laughs> if he asked. Me, but, um, yeah, we, we didn't really. I just thought it sounded cool, and I was just kind of brainstorming ideas that I thought would work, and that was the best out of the bunch that came out. And I also. I had a thing about not wanting it to be uh, something that, you know, there, there are like 10 bands with the same name that are all listed on Spotify and that you could all like, if you Google this name, you'll find like 10 different bands. I didn't want that. I just wanted like one band name that nobody else would have that you'd be able to find us just by clicking it. And didn't want to put OH after it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I, I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to uh, Unity TX myself. <laughs> Love that band, by the way. Yeah, it's hard, man. It's like, I think one of the cool things about music today is that there's there's so much out there that you can get exposed to, but then, but then that's kind of like, it's like a double-edged sword. It's like the possibilities are infinite, as, and especially with the algorithms and stuff, and, and you know, 
hey, Spotify thinks you like this. Apple Music thinks you like that, which is cool. But but then within that, like like kind of like what you're saying is how do you how do you stand out? And right, 20, exactly. Been around for a long time, so it's like, yeah, if there's how many how many bands already exist with a certain name? Well, well, bummer. I'm sorry you've been asked that before, and um, I don't like to ask like noob questions, but <laughs> I thought I genuinely liked the name the Static Wake. I thought it was cool, and Wraith. Like if people know the meaning behind, like the, the literal definition of what a wraith is, I didn't, you know, there. Honestly, if I, so. if I was smart, I would just come up with a fake story, but it's kind of out there now that <laughs> this is like, a, just like a brainstorming name session. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> so you recorded most of it. As far as the the first EP, One Last Breath, with Danny Coleman, and, and you guys still work with him a lot, right? I mean, did he work on um, Sea of Fractured Dreams as well yeah. with you guys? Yeah, he did. Um, any anything that we have recorded that was that is out currently it was done by Danny. Um, yeah. He Sea of Fractured Dreams actually the so we it kind of came about in a weird way. We were doing single drops for a little while, and then we. The first half of the EP, or at least like the, there are a couple songs in the EP that were singles beforehand, but I think it was Sea of Fractured Dreams, Infinity, Wraith, and Terrified were all in the same session. And on those songs, we also had, um, Danny is actually the guitar player for a prog metal band called Wide Eyes, and his drummer helped us kind of get the drum work for those four songs specifically so it's it was it was kind of like a collaborative effort for those four songs in particular but the rest of them were just i think we dropped the leech in like 20 was it 2020 2021 <laughs> old <laughs> and then natural selection i think maybe tail end of 2021 and demons in 22 or maybe 23 even it could have been like earlier this year i can't remember but <laughs> yeah yeah so it, it, was, it was a very impractical way to make an album we were just kind of doing like single drops for the most part leech leech is a banger of an opener man that's a great one i i think i mean and again i i enjoyed the whole thing but i think if i think if i had to pick some faves the, the title track is 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 awesome i really love wraith um i really love uh demons too that's another one that's got kind of a cool like i said it's like that slow guitar moment so i i would those three i really like but again terrified is great um infinity the the closeout one is awesome natural selection it's it's a great listen front to back. I think the way you guys sequence the tracks as far as the the front to back listen, even though you had some of them like you said in the bag before you put it together, I think it it's it's a cool front to back listen. So kudos to y'all on that, man. Was there was there Thanks. supposed to be a theme to it? Um, when you like when you put it together, even when you had the singles out before, did you have an idea in mind for that theme of of the title, The Sea of Fractured Dreams? honestly not not really i i think we had if i remember right i could be getting this wrong because i have bad memory i think i found the artwork first because we have we have like an art guy that we go to and i think i found the artwork first and liked kind of the visual aspect of it 
and then wrote the lyrics to that song based around like the idea of what I thought was going on in the artwork that we used for it. Oh, cool. Is Kendall Johns, right? Is that who did it? Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I'm not sure if they're still active. I think they are, but I could be mistaken. He's the singer of a band called Dead Crown. And they're, they're really good. So uh, yeah, I love them. And he's, he's done a good chunk of not, not all, but like most of the visual stuff for static was him as far as album artwork, logo, stuff like that. T-shirt designs. Yeah. Cause the artwork for it is really sick. Like the dude standing above that, uh, that lake. Yeah. In between the mountains and stuff. It's really cool. And the visual, um, for Wraith is really awesome. Was it Joel Lord I saw well, who did that dude? We <laughs> he char he charges way less than he probably should be charging for what he does. Let's just put it that way. It was He's so, so good. good that like the way it plays out with the the song, especially again, especially for like what the definition of a wraith is. I thought that that was really cool seeing like that like disintegrated figure kind of go through nature and stuff like that was. And like the city part, yeah, it was sick, man. That was really cool. Yeah, I, I I love the way that turned out. That that dude, that 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 guy has some talent. The guy that made that video for sure. <laughs> did you guys give him any any idea, or did you just say, "Hey, here's a song, like go do your thing"? It, if I remember right, I think it was just, "Hey, hey, you know, here's the lyrics. Like, here's the rough kind of idea of what the lyrical content is." have at it <laughs> and you said the the theme you saw the artwork first and then the music came after that were you writing lyrics and then like pulling in jj and the rest of the guys as far as music or was it kind of a combination of both because i know some bands like they'll they'll lay down the instrumental first and then they'll put the lyrics to it and then some bands it's like it's kind of a mix and putting it all together it's a mix uh so JJ writes and I write um, independent of each other. And then we'll just, we have like, you know, a Google drive folder of just a bunch of ideas that I had that he had uh, our guitar player, Ben throws some stuff in there and then we'll just, um, you know, check, check and kind of hit the ones that we think are going to be the best for us to go with. And then, um, uh, sorry <laughs> uh yeah but that's that, that's more or less and then the lyrics are pretty much always me i'm not is has it have you guys written any or has it been always all me no i don't i mean i have some input when we go to record but it's, it's, it's all you um yeah we mostly write the instrumentals first mostly i think and then it i would, I would throw its lyrics on top i would argue 100 percent of the time we write instrumentals <laughs> Well, it came out great, man, and and I loved one last breath as well. Um, like hollow, take this to your grave, lifeline. I think probably probably my favorites off of that one. But again, I I, I love one last breath, dead inside, alive. Is is I I thought it was a really good follow up, and and it's been cool to see you guys making noise and 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 getting to play some really sick shows. Um. I saw the one with Attila, Until I Wake, Soft Spoken, who is out of Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Uh, 
And then he is legend. I always geek out, and every time I see somebody that that knows about them, my my buddy Ryan, shout out Ryan from uh, Tropic Bombs, one of my one of my best buddies, man. Um, and they're sick, by the way. You guys should check them out. It's the bumper right. music I use for this show. But uh, um, they kind of combine like like elements of like reggae, hip hop, and metalcore. It's 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 pretty pretty awesome. That's but, not uh, interesting. What'd you say their name was again? Tropic Bombs. Tropic Bombs. Okay, I'll check them out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's Ryan's awesome too. He he started out as a drummer, um, but he's got a hell of a voice too. Raps, sings, does the metalcore screams, but he is legend is his favorite, and uh, he put me onto them. Gosh, probably about a decade ago, and I've gotten a chance to see them live a couple of times, and they got a chance to play in Toledo with them. I think at least twice, I believe. Um, they had shows where he is legend came through and, uh, I just feel like that's a criminally underrated band. Like the album, it hates you is sick. Um, suck out the poison, even the new stuff, man. I, I'm, I've, I've been really digging it. Was it, was it fun to play with those guys? That was a, like, I, so I had backstory. I had never heard of he is legend before that we got, we got the offer to play the show. And I, I checked them out and I, I brought it to those guys, um, to, you know, the rest of my band. Um, and I thought it was awesome. And I didn't, I, I guess I didn't realize how big their fan base actually was because we got to the show to play and it was just in like insane compared packed. to, yeah, it was packed. It was ridiculous. <laughs> And yeah, and they seemed like I, I, I'm pretty sure we didn't have any conversation with them, but just from watching their interactions with people and watching them on stage, they seemed like the nicest group of guys. And then Greyhaven was on that on that show too, and Greyhaven's an awesome band. And that was, I think, our friends in Dead Cassette were on that show too, and so it was just, it was just a good night. It was a really good night. And Dead Cassettes playing the the Night Rider gig with you guys too, right? They are, yep. Yeah, they are. Um, it's Dead Cassette, uh, uh da, 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 Between Home and Serenity, which is yeah. um I'm trying to remember. They 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 made a lot of noise in I wanna say like oh three, oh four, back in the early earlier like MySpace days and stuff like that. Um and then I think there's a DJ. I think it's DJ Devil. Devil. With two Vs. And I think I I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. I just know that whoever it is is playing I I don't know if it's in between all the sets, but definitely in between us and uh Night Rider. <clears throat> oh man. And you guys had your um your album release show on the 14th because it came out it came out on friday the 13th right and it was at the foundry which i know that that venue is a pretty historic venue had a lot of really awesome shows over the years what was what was that gig like a couple weeks ago it was actually just this past saturday they just this past saturday sorry i'm getting my my time more sleep (laughs) honestly it was probably one of my favorite shows i've ever played it was so it was just so active and it was just a good vibe through the whole night. Everybody was, it was a costume party. So everybody was dressed in costumes. Um, yeah, it was, it was an awesome night. I think 
that and whenever we opened up for Escape the Fate are probably the two best shows that I have in my memory of just any of my bands that I've ever been in playing. They were rowdy. Very rowdy. Is the scene in Cleveland pretty collaborative? It sounds it sounds like you guys got some some cool you know buddies and other bands, but how how is it as far as the the music scene there, both both within like the rock metal realm and, and the other genres? Is it is it pretty like good good camaraderie? I would I would say so. Ever there's um I can't speak for all of the scene because we I think we're in a a specific kind of subset of the scene where it's you know. Uh, the, it's all, all of us are friends and like we've brought at the, he is legend show. We brought dead cassette singer up. We brought the singer of my old band who's still active up at our headliner just the other day. And yeah, I mean, everybody in our scene are pretty much good friends. Um, and it's, it's, it's really good. It's really like, it seems a lot healthier than some other out-of-state scenes that I know about. So, yeah, nobody, nobody really has any ego. It's pretty cool. That's good to hear. Yeah, because I always feel like, you know, Jamie Josta was the first one I heard say it. But I, I love the saying: "High tides raises all ships." You know what I mean? Like, if somebody's doing good, that's good for everybody else because then that's going to be a great show. You know, if people like if, if there's noise about a couple of bands and they get on the same show, then that that just makes everything's so much better. Like, like my buddies in Tropic Bombs, I was telling you about, um, when I was covering the local music scene there, when I used to write for Toledo free press, they would every summer, they would do a midsummer meltdown show. And they just brought it back this, this year, uh, for the first time in a few years with COVID and everything. And would always pack a venue called Frankie's inner city, which has a really cool music history. Everybody from like POD to the smashing pumpkins. I think the white stripes, like, Everybody and their brother has played there over the years. Just, just this cool small venue on the east side in Toledo. So, um, so it's good to hear that that it's a collaborative scene, especially in a city like Cleveland that obviously has its own rich music history in different genres. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm glad that it's uh, you guys have have friends and other bands, and and that there's good local shows because that's important. You know, I think I think if you're just trying to be like king of the hill, like that's not really like. The move i think the move is just do whatever that it is that you do really really well and people will gravitate to it yeah i i feel like there is a part there there's definitely like i don't know how active it is now because i honestly am really not a part of it there definitely is a part of the scene that is very like king of the hillish like like you're saying but the the bands that we kind of associate with on a regular basis are all friends and you know everybody loves each other and comes out to each other's shows and supports each other and raises each other up and stuff like that it's great man well radimus jj in the time we have left i just want to say thanks again so much for doing this uh like i said just being a fellow ohio boy myself it's really it's really cool uh you guys have made a, a new fan out of me uh since since johnny told me about y'all man um and i love what you're doing but um being in the in the in the place that you guys are in now with these shows that you've played um both both locally and with these national acts owning your craft i mean what's what's sort of on the horizon you think over the the next few months now that you have 
this album out and, and you're going into 2024 um as far as any maybe touring um regional gigs playing in cleveland playing ohio like what what do you guys kind of have on the horizon that you can talk about we really don't have too much that's like set in stone right now we have the i think the only surefire thing is the night rider show that we have i think it's december 8th at the roxy which is a venue that just opened in lakewood um after that um we haven't really discussed it too much yet i know i kind of want to get like we just released the album and i'm already starting to itch to get back into like writing mode and try to get at least a single or two done um and then beyond that fingers crossed i would love to play you know columbus cincy or go out to like detroit or pittsburgh and kind of do some more get out of the cleveland bubble a little bit and just experience it and see how everything goes yeah man hop on <laughs> hop on anything cool that comes up it's normally what we do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of really awesome bands in the midwest uh doing their thing right now too i don't know if you guys are familiar with uh after our animals out of milwaukee but i've had them on the show um that was another band that johnny put me in touch with and they came through and did a show in murfreesboro which is uh, another another town outside of nashville and those are great guys um so i don't yeah maybe i could try to like link you up with them um because they they did a string of shows earlier this uh earlier this summer uh, went down to like florida played tennessee and i think they had a couple other ones i remember if it was like iowa i know they they did did one in wisconsin i'm pretty sure where they're from but uh those are really good dudes and, and that was another thing i wanted to ask you like obviously like miss Mame eyes out of ohio like there's there's a bunch of really awesome bands and, and heavy music that have you know come out of ohio the devil wears prada like what's what's it mean for you guys to be a band that that has that potential to be another one of those bands to to come out of ohio and, and heavy music because there's obviously there's something to the water where we're from and i'm not just saying that because we're all ohio guys here but there's been a lot of really great heavy bands that have come out of ohio the plot and you is doing their thing like a bunch of them bear tooth attack attack <laughs> it is yeah. honestly kind of scary how many good bands <laughs> come out of come out of ohio ohio like, is very good at metalcore like it, not even metalcore, like Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson are both from Ohio too. Oh really? I don't know. Yeah, I th I can't remember exactly where, but I know they're from Ohio. Um, yeah, there's like, I don't know if it's just because Cleveland's like the rock and roll city or whatever, but like, um, yeah, they're a suspicious amount. A very yeah. strange amount of really good music comes out of Ohio. It's like Star a area too right didn't they originate columbus star set oh yes dude oh my god yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that i i absolutely love, I, I think i saw them live for the first time i want to say like last winter and it was probably one of the best shows i've ever seen in my entire life it was awesome yeah they're from i think columbus yeah we have a unfair competitive advantage just from living here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, the, and like 21 pilots i think is those dudes are columbus as well yeah. there's another band, i think out of cincy that's making noise right now i think they're called envy like e-n-v-y i I, um, 
I've heard of them, never listened to the music yet, but I've heard that name being thrown around quite a bit recently. Yeah, it's it's cool, man. And I, I think you guys uh you keep doing your thing, you'll be you'll be you'll be making noise like the rest of them. I'm not just saying that because you took time to do the show, man. Like I, I, I really enjoy what you guys are are putting out. Um they're not active anymore, but check out once over too. They they um they're pretty sick from from my hometown of Toledo. Oh, yeah. Um and those guys some of those guys in that band formed a new band called Star Sleeper. Um and had a one or two songs on uh 89x out of detroit um they feature regional bands and stuff but uh but they're sick but but yeah i'm a big fan of it um you know see see if fractured dreams is is really sick and and wraith i feel like is is one of those songs too where it's uh it's got that awesome chorus but it still has i feel like it's one of those crossover songs where like the heavy fans will really like it but I feel like the people who are into the more maybe melodic stuff, um, they'll really they'll really dig that chorus too. I think you'll bring in the people who maybe aren't into the more abrasive stuff. It's 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 a good song that I think will resonate with a lot of people. I mean, even the comments on the video, I was looking at it, it was like, I mean, there's numerous comments on there, and and again, fourteen thousand views and and what just what because wraith came out what was it september 20th i think you guys released that like two or three weeks maybe before the the record came out so that's pretty that's pretty awesome. to see those kind of those kind of numbers on the video man yeah that's that's we're we're hyped about it and uh, yeah. i i think jj feels the same can't i mean i'm not going to speak for him because he's right here but i it's definitely my favorite song on the album oh for sure yeah i uh I wrote that as so the the clean chord progression that is in the beginning. That's how it started, and I just it started with that chord progression and got bouncy and heavy, <laughs> but also pretty. Very yeah, pretty. it's great because like I love a good sad song. Like I can't just sit here in front and act like oh I'm just heavy to the core. Like I love a good heavy sad song too. Like Hickory Creek is a great heavy sad song, and like sure is. That is a very awesome. The intro Wraith is a very good, very, very good, clean, kind of sadder vibe. And then it gets like that atmospheric and it like blows up, which is really cool. So kudos, man. Job well done on. Thanks, man. <laughs> Danny made that come to life. It was Absolutely. that it hits. I don't know how he does it. He's so much better than me, but he made that hit so hard. He's like uh I feel like he's a lot of the Cleveland, like the Cleveland bands that work with him. Or like, you know, Cleveland, Akron, bands around that area that work with. He's he's probably a lot of their secret secret weapon, because yeah. he, he is like a god tier songwriter, crazy guitar player, and like an amazing producer all rolled into one. Shout out Shout to Danny. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's almost got like a a cinematicy feel to it too. I mean, it's a very it's a really cool like ethereal cinematic vibe to that song too man so i'm excited for you dudes well radimus jj I'll, I'll get you out on this man um everybody definitely check out the static wake but with the theme of the show just being perseverance and moving forward um you know i mean i didn't get into the lyrics too much on this one because i was just geeking out with you guys about just ohio and 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 where you guys are but um I know that those themes are in your lyrics as well, or at least it's, it sounds like it listening to each record a couple of times. 
any anything you want to pass on to the listeners, not to turn you into a therapist, but just in terms of things that you've been through in your life that that uh, you feel like might help anybody out there who's struggling right now with whatever it is, anxiety, depression, maybe they're just feeling like they're stuck in a rut, like anything that you feel like, hey, this worked for me, I'll, I'll share that with with people who are out there and maybe need to a little pick me up. Honestly, for me, because I know I tend to get in into ruts pretty pretty frequently. Luckily, they're normally never like anything crazy, but whenever it does happen, it's what works for me trying to move forward is just the fake it till you make it kind of attitude where you just like, if you pretend to be happy, then eventually you'll get back there. Um, I know that's probably you know, maybe not the healthiest thing. And I, you know, therapy might be a good option for something like that, that would work better. But you know, that's just what, what I do. But yeah, like, like, I'm not really a, a therapist or anything. So I probably, I probably wouldn't take my advice. But <laughs> <laughs> me either. I'm god awful at that stuff. But uh, it gets better. Time heals all. I what I'd say. I think that's sage advice, man. Yeah. And and again, I, I wasn't trying to put y'all on the spot, but but I think that's just part of um that's part of why I do this too. And like we were talking about with music, I'm sure music is probably therapy for you guys in a lot of ways too, just as as musicians, you know, like it's uh everybody struggles with things. We all have those shadow things that either we're ashamed of or just difficult things that that we deal with. Um you know, I feel like I can gab with the best of them, but there's also a lot of things I don't share with people because you don't want to be like a burden to other people or you don't want to, you know, you you don't want to feel like like the sad person or the complaining person. But we're all human and we experience a, a breadth of emotions. And um, it's I think it's important for people to know they're not alone in their struggle and to find healthy outlets for it, whatever that is, whether it's music, whether it is therapy, talking to somebody, talking to your friends, spending time with loved ones, all those things, man. So. Um, uh, but yeah, dudes, I really appreciate the time. This has been awesome. I'm excited for you guys. And, uh, I'll obviously put up the links in the podcast description, but for people who aren't aware, let them know where they can find you on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it should be everything slash or at the static wake. So like, you know, facebook.com slash the static wake. Actually, you know what? Just go to linktree.com slash the static wake. You'll find everything. <laughs> there you go. That works. Sweet. Well, Radimus, JJ, thanks again so much, man, for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Uh, I apologize again that I had the time mixed up originally. I usually try to be a pro over here, even though I'm a one-man band, and I was traveling, and the last month and a half has been kind of crazy just with family stuff, grandma passing away, so I'm trying to keep all my, my ducks in a row, man, but um, – genuinely uh it's not just lip service i i really enjoy what you guys are doing um listen listen to see a fractured dreams uh a couple times today man and uh and it, it doesn't get old it's a great front to back listen and i think it's a it's a great progression of what you guys did a couple of years ago with one last breath so keep doing your thing i'm happy to see the the shows and um and don't be strangers man keep in touch awesome sure. uh appreciate you again having us on man yeah, man, we appreciate it. Thank you.
righty dighty there you have it. That was my conversation with JJ and Radimus of the band The Static Wake out of Cleveland, Ohio. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at The Static Wake. The links to all of their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of that podcast description, hit those links, and go follow and support The Static Wake. You will not be disappointed if you love the headbang kids, if you love metalcore, if you love hard rock, if you love modern metal, all that good stuff, you will love The Static Wake. Once again, like I said at the jump, their record, Sea of Fractured Dreams, is out now everywhere where you get your music. It just came out in October. Some of my favorites off of that one, uh, definitely Wraith. Like I said, that's, uh, that's probably my favorite song of 2023 so far. I love it front to back. I, I've literally put it on repeat at times because I just I think it's such a beautiful song. Um, but I also love Demons. I love the title track. Leech is a great opener to the record. And also go back and listen to One Last Breath as well, man. There's there's some great moments on that one as well. And just a big fan of what these guys are doing. And if you're in Ohio, once again, like I said at the jump, they are playing the Night Rider album release show on December 8th in Lakewood, Ohio at the Roxy at Mahal's. I'll put the link in the description for that one as well. So you guys who are interested in getting tickets, go out and see them perform live, man. But I just want to say thank you once again to JJ and to Radimus for taking the time to come on the podcast. I really appreciate you guys uh, stopping by the show. And, and once again, apologize for the mix-up on the time. It's uh, it's one of those things with Central Time and Eastern Time and uh, you know, and, and scheduling things in the last couple of months have just been kind of wild with some family stuff and my grandma's passing. So really appreciate you guys hopping aboard the pirate ship with me and, and telling me and the listeners of the show more about the static wake and what you guys are doing. And once again, I'm, I'm a fan. I love, I love heavy music. I love hardcore metal core. I love new metal. I love death metal. I love death core. I, I love all the genres and subgenres of heavy music, but, uh, I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. And I think it's really cool too, that, uh, you are continuing the legacy of so many awesome bands, especially in heavy music coming out of Ohio. So continue to do your thing. And uh, I'm going to keep banging the drum for you guys as well. So once again, everybody go follow these guys on Instagram at the static wake and go check out the links in the podcast description for all their music, upcoming shows. Once again, December 8th at the Roxy at Mahal's for the Knight Rider album release show. That is going to be a wrap on this week's episode, you guys. I have a tendency to rant, but uh, I want uh, I want to be succinct at the end here because I don't want to drive you guys nuts because I ranted a little in the beginning talking about turkey and football and all of that. But uh, but for real, man, the holidays are my favorite time of the year, uh, and I and I know for some people they're tough. Uh, I I know one of my best buddies, Dave. It's a tough time for him because it, this this uh, Christmas time will be two years since his dad, Big Dave, passed away. Uh, may he rest in peace. So I, I know some people go through that, man. I, I know my dad's dad died in December. Um, way to bring the mood down, Mike. Um, but but for real, I, I'm just saying, uh, I, 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 my dad's dad died in December when he was like 18, you know, his first year out of high school. So I know for some people, the holidays can be tough. And uh, sometimes there's family drama and sometimes there's friend drama. And some people don't like going back home or you know, the, the hustle and bustle of being at the airport or, you know, sitting in traffic uh, with, with everybody who's going to see people. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is no matter what your situation is, whether you love the holidays, whether you don't love them for whatever those reasons are, whether things are cool with people in your family or your friends, whether they're not, uh, just make the most of it, man. We get one life to live, right? So do your best every day to try to leave people with either a smile or a laugh, uh, whether that's intentional or unintentional. 
but but just make the most of every single day. I'm 35. I'm not going to wax poetic because I got a hell of a lot to learn, and uh, I, I hope that I'm I'm on this planet and this plane of existence uh, for for many years to come. But uh, I'm learning how much every day really is a gift, and how you how you got to appreciate every moment that you have. And um, you know, it's sad when you when you go to work or you go run errands or you're just out and about and you see how many people are sleeping under bridges and, and, you know, sitting in a lawn chair at the corner of, of some exit off a major highway, just trying to scrap up some change so they can get something to eat that day. You know, we, we just really take for granted that, you know, we flip a switch and the lights come on and we, we, we turn a faucet and, and the water comes on and, you know, we, we've got a warm bed to sleep in and a hot meal to eat and, you know, instant coffee makers and all, all this stuff that, you know, smartphones that connect us with people all over the world. And, you know, we, we, so many people, unfortunately use it to, to tear other people down or, you know, crap on a band that they don't like rather than just, you know, not paying attention to them because they don't like them. They take the time to actually comment something mean and say, you guys suck. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of negative stuff out there. So I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, don't feed into that, you know, make the most of every single day. Because I'm going to tell you, man, like I remember being a young pup like it was yesterday and I'm not old, but I'm 35, man. And I remember turning 30 and pretty soon I'm going to be looking at a birthday cake in front of me and there's going to be a four and a zero there. And I'm going to go, holy shnikes, man. I'm I'm 40 now. I'm halfway done with this with this bad boy based on my life expectancy. So make the most of the holidays, you guys, uh, you know, make the most of it. And uh, try to put a smile on somebody's face, find the silver lining and, and do that in everyday life too, man. And and this is really a great time of the year, and it shouldn't be the only time of the year that we focus on it. But there is more of an emphasis on it uh, in terms of charitable matching and um, you know nonprofits out there who match donations. I know Second Harvest here in Middle Tennessee, where I live, uh, matches people's donations. I think throughout the holiday season. So uh, you know, try to give back too. You know, that's one thing I think about whenever I start to focus too much on myself and my problems. I remind myself, number one, of everything I just said, how lucky I am to have the life that I have, but also how many other people out there are struggling way more than me. And it's a great time to give back, you know, and look through your closets and go, you know, shoot, I haven't worn that in five years, but that could keep somebody warm. Or, you know, hey, when I'm at the grocery store, I'm going to pick up a couple of canned goods and, uh, you know, support the local food drive at work or, or go to the local shelter, you know, things like that, man. There's always things we can be doing to help other people. And when you do that stuff, it makes you feel better. Don't do not do it because you want to post it on social media and let everybody know how wonderful you are. Do it because it's the right thing to do because it just feels good to help people and be a good person. We, we need more laughter. We need more joy. We need more happiness. We need more good people in this world, man. So, uh, yeah, do your thing and uh, enjoy the holidays. And uh, as my grandpa always said, keep the faith and be kind to one another. Uh, once again, go follow the dudes in the Static Wake. On Instagram, at The Static Wake, go check out Sea of Fractured Dreams. Continue to watch the music videos and keep up to date with the shows they've got coming up. And go check out the visualizer for Wraith because it's sick. And if you'd like to follow my goofy self, you can follow me on Instagram, at March4thPod, on YouTube, at March4thPod. Maybe coming soon, TikTok. I don't know if uh, my old man self can figure that stuff out and start doing some video clips. Uh, and my website is march4th.podbean.com. So if you did like what you heard, please take the time to tell a friend to tell a friend, like and subscribe, you know, check in with me on Instagram, all those things help the pod get out to more people. And that's what I want. Man. I want more people to 
to get put onto the static wake. And, and I take a lot of pride in this show that, uh, that I do have the opportunity to put people on to, to dope new artists, um, or artists like the static wake who've, you know, been around for a couple of years and are continuing to, to make some noise and grow their audience as well. It's a, I take a lot of pride in that and, and helping put people onto music that maybe they weren't aware of before, but there's so much good stuff out there. And I'm fortunate in my little corner of the world here with this show with March 4th to, uh, to get to share these 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 folks with you guys because they're awesome. So, yeah, man, I appreciate everybody, and I hope that everybody has a great week. And if you celebrate it, I hope that you and yours have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Go Lions. Once again, keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of the Static Wake, here is their single, my favorite of 2023, Wraith. Peace. Mm-hmm.